Hi everyone, welcome to this episode of Backstage at Flathouse. I'm your host, Evan Bean. I am a new host to the show. Um, a bit about me, I am the president of Pensions Acapella, um, and I do some fun stuff with SAC here and there. Um, you can find me on campus in the engineering hall. That's basically all you need to know about me. This podcast was recorded on May 14th, 2021. Today we're joined by Vasant Iyer from Pensar. Vasant, would you like to introduce yourself for us? Yeah, hi everyone. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on this show today. I am actually a grad student. I'm a fourth year PhD student in the electrical engineering department here at Penn. Uh, I've been at Sargum for all of my four years uh, that I've been at Penn. Uh, obviously this is a very different kind of year. Uh, I use he, him, his pronouns. Uh, and uh, right now I'm in Philly. I'm living in grad hospital just across the river from Penn. That's awesome. Um, now I guess we can just jump straight into this. I, I'd like to first ask how you're doing today uh how this pandemic is treating you so to speak and uh what we're now done with classes too so how is uh how's it feel to be in the summer now yeah i i'm a i'm an older phd student so i finished taking classes a year or two ago so spring and summer is, is oh, a little bit less distinct for me at this point but it's still been nice uh i've been working on research since about july in person so uh, i came back from home which is in california uh, at the end of June, started working in the lab, and things have almost gone back to normal in that sense. I go in and work for several hours a day, you know, masks on, of course, lab is restricted in terms of access. And uh, when I come home, I work on music and stuff like that. So it's been fulfilling, frustrating. There's been a lot of upsides and a lot of downsides to pandemic life. But in general, I've found some sort of happy, settled place. Do you guys have many grad students? Yeah, yeah. Um, we're kind of an interesting performing arts club in that we're about half undergrad and half grad. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's just the way that our club had been advertised in the past is like mostly like our grad students kind of just knew each other. Uh, and like the incoming grad students would kind of uh, uh, hear about it from the older grad students. There's a very tight master's and PhD community, especially amongst the Indian students. Absolutely. And how have you found your life to be within the performing arts right now? So with Sargum, how has uh, activity been since the start of the pandemic, since I guess all the way from back last spring? For the first couple of months, we were a little bit stuck, I think, as many performing arts groups were, uh, because it's, it's difficult to imagine music, especially without a community aspect to it. Um, we were mostly focused on just getting through the year and there was enough adjustment as it was at the beginning of the year. But over the summer, we thought about what we could do starting in the fall and uh, with the new year to see if we could make music. And so that's what we've been doing. We tried at first just small productions, having people record their own stuff at home just to showcase your uh, everybody's musical abilities. But in the spring, we've kind of been working on a virtual show. And eventually we made the executive decision to postpone that to summer or even next fall. Uh, to showcase the stuff that we've been working on. But for the past several months, we have been working on a bunch of pieces and it's been new and exciting. That's fantastic. Uh, how has Sorghum managed to get at-home recordings? I know for a lot of uh, clubs and acapella groups, for example, there is a certain difficulty with getting high quality audio that you can present, whether it be recording from your phone or maybe a microphone on hand. How are you guys doing it right now? It's, you're correct. That's definitely been one of the biggest struggles. Um, because it, 
there's there's a big difference between music that is recorded on an iPhone and music that's recorded through something really nice and sounds like it was made in a studio. And I think some of us just uh, like myself, for instance, I just had one from from a couple of years back that uh, that I've been using for my own recordings and I just uh, took it out and used it and I've been lending it to people who don't have them. Uh, and so we've kind of just been doing that. We've been sharing stuff that we do happen to have and we've been looking on online and trying to find resources on, on how to do this. And I think Plot has been really helpful in, in this regard. Uh, they hooked us up with a recording studio, Turtle Systems, uh, in South Philly. And so we've been working with them. They've been giving us a lot of helpful advice on how to record our stuff and also been helping us with mastering and mixing. That's great. Um, now, so that's that's focusing on the, the music side of Sargon. But we also want to know about the community, you know, how you guys have adapted to not being able to hang out and because a lot of performing groups thrive off of the community aspect. So what have you guys been doing? Yeah. So the big problem with our group in terms of our social interaction is that it's very much tied to our music and our music is very tied to our social interaction. We don't really work with a lot of sheet music or with a lot of very structured arrangements. The way that we produce music is through jamming. Um, so someone has an idea, like say a song that they've listened to that they really like, or two songs that they've listened to that they want to put together, but haven't really worked out the structure or an original composition. And someone brings it into a rehearsal and just says, okay, uh, can we work on this today? And we just jam on it. And eventually after a couple of weeks or months of doing that, we end up with, you know, 10 or 11 pieces that we bring to a show. Um, and so that's that obviously was difficult to do because i haven't really found a great way to to jam and that jamming was the main way that we produce music but also one of the most fun things that we did as a group right there's a certain spontaneity to it there's a certain joy in someone just playing a chord or someone jumping into something at a perfect moment that has been impossible to recapture um so you know and and the reason why i bring this up in our in our social part of this uh, discussion is because those two things have been really tied for us and when we switched to a more arrangement style of music for producing our music now we needed to supplement that and so uh i, I give a lot of credit to our undergrads for really stepping up recognizing that need and uh, putting together a lot more of a concerted effort to do uh active social hangouts outside of uh music hours let's call them uh, so, uh, you know, it's been a lot of game nights, a little bit of movie nights. Uh, I think our board has been pretty active and has been meeting every other week, uh, which has been a good opportunity for that group just to see each other and, and catch up. So in, in some sense, the pandemic has actually been good for our group socially because it's meant that we have discovered a kind of social life outside of our music. Oh, it's fantastic. I think that, uh, you know, during this pandemic, it's really important to find new ways to connect with people. And obviously, you know, with a lot of undergrads right now, that usually entails finding ways to connect with people on a Zoom room instead of on a lunch table or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's great that clubs such as yours have been able to adapt in that way. Um, now, looking forward into next year, into future years, you know, uh, hoping see the, the light at the end of the tunnel, tunnel with no more uh, COVID or pandemics uh, hindering your group's performance. What are you guys looking to do in the future? I think 
getting back into jamming is the thing that most people in the club are the most excited about um, because it the experiment to do more arrangement driven stuff has been uh, it's been exciting and it's brought its kind of share of benefits but there's a certain organic nature and spontaneous aspect of jamming that I, a lot of us are really missing. So that's the number one thing that we're really looking forward to. And then of course, just being able to perform in front of people and uh, with a live audience. Uh, there's nothing that really captures that feeling. So uh, I think a lot of us are excited about that too. And Absolutely. I guess I'll add a third thing, which is that we added a couple of really talented and really exciting new members, but I've only seen uh, them once or twice when we used our uh, in-person rehearsal space in the Walnut Garage. Um, and it's not quite a good substitute for actually being able <laughs> to hang out with people in, in, let's, in let's call it, real life. So Absolutely. Uh, I, I'm really excited to get to know our new members better. That's great. Um, how, are the, how are the new members adjusting? Have they enjoyed their time so far? Or have they been able to find that community that they've been looking for? I hope so. It's hard <laughs> to speak exactly for them, but right. we had one or two of them actually join our board. So they've taken a pretty active role in that sense oh, in the future of the club, uh, which we're really excited about. Um, and all of the new members are contributing to at least one of the songs that we're working on. Um, so everybody is also musically invested in the club. Um, and so I hope that'll only grow with time. Of course, it's been a little bit difficult and artificial right now because we haven't really gotten the chance to know them through extended hours of rehearsal the way that we normally would. But um, I, I think those relationships are starting to form and I'm excited to see where they go. That's fantastic. Um, so you mentioned before that you are a grad student. I imagine your club has other grad students as well. And I wondered how that dynamic uh, goes to aid the club and how, you know, from year to year, because a lot of undergrad clubs, uh, you know, there's a lot of heavy turnover, but maybe with grad clubs, there's less of that. That's a, that's a great question. So I, I think it definitely has its benefits and its drawbacks. So one of the benefits of having a lot of grad students in the club is that we do have this really active mentorship within the club because grad students, just by virtue of being a little bit older, are... Uh, more experienced with producing music or more proficient with their instruments. And so there's a lot of teaching that goes on. And I, I've seen this happen in my four years over and over again, where undergrads kind of get taken a little bit out of their comfort zone in terms of being able to grow. Uh, I've seen undergrads pick up new instruments. I've seen them try things that they wouldn't have otherwise tried in terms of arranging and directing songs because there was a grad student there who could support them through that. Um, so I think that's been one of the really, really cool parts of being a grad student in this club is being able to help undergrads realize their full potential. I think one of the drawbacks is that uh, depending on exactly where that balance is in terms of how many undergrads we have versus grad students, the audience that we serve tends to be a little bit different. Um, if we have a lot of grad students, then we seem and feel a little bit more distant from the undergrad performing arts community, which I think is the main one that we serve as, as a club. Um, but during years that we've been uh, really active in terms of our undergrad students, uh, we have been able to get a lot out of collaborating with other groups uh, and working with Flathouse and working with, uh, with SAC and PAC and all of the, the you know, all of the alphabets. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it definitely has its uh, pros and cons. 
I will say one thing that is kind of uh, interesting to know is that we have grad students, some PhDs, but mostly master's students. And so their turnaround is actually a lot faster than undergrads because they tend mm. to graduate in two years. It's kind of, again, it's kind of a good thing because we get a lot of influx of new talent from year, from year to year. But one of the bad things about the pandemic is that it's been really hard to recruit master's students because most of the pipeline for recruiting master's students is informal. There is also cuts in how many master's students Penn admitted in the first place um, or how appealing Penn was as a location for, for uh, international grad students. And so uh, we did have a little bit of a drop in terms of our grad student engagement this year. Now, imagine five years from now, you finished all of your school, you come back for performance with Sorghum. And afterwards, you're at the, the after party and one of the students says, oh, what was it like to be in Sargon during the pandemic, you know, what were the, the key takeaways that you had? What would you say to them? That's a really interesting question. I think the main thing that I would want them to know is to cherish the ability to meet with people. Like, don't skip out on a jam session or a rehearsal just because you were a little bit busy and you had something or you didn't feel like getting out there. Uh, it's... It's one of those things where it, the appeal of that and the enjoyment that you get from that experience only increases with time. Like the further out you are from it, uh, you look back on it with more and more fondness. Like for me, with my experience in um, acapella in my undergrad, those experiences only get better and better when I remember them, uh, you know, five years out now at this point. And I'm sure that'll get even better 10 years out. Um, so that's, that's the main thing that I want them to know. Uh, and then the second thing is that there is nothing that can stand in the way of true creativity. And so if you are creative and you're motivated enough, you will find a way to make music. You will find a way to dance. You will find a way to be creative and express that. That doesn't stop in a pandemic. That is a... Some, some very wise words, I have to say. I think a lot of clubs will uh, like to hear that with you know, the amount of struggling that some of these clubs have gone through. Um, but it, it is important to remember that no matter how, uh, how hard things get, there's always uh, some outlet that you can do. And I, I'm glad that Sargon has been that for you and for all the other clubs that uh, pack and flat and stack. And, you know, as you said, <laughs> the entire alphabet, they know, I'm, I'm glad it's been that for them too, because... You know, we're in a phase now where I think we can see a light at the end of the tunnel. And I think for a lot of students, this, you know, this plat atmosphere has been what got them through the pandemic in some ways um, with all the shows that have been put on. Um, I guess just to get people excited about Sargon in the future, um, what do your shows usually look like? You know, once we get past this pandemic, what are we going to be looking forward to seeing on stage? I think the exciting part of a Sargon show is that there is no show there is no one type of show that we do because our, our uh, for, for those who don't know that much about our actual music, uh, we do music that is broadly from the continent of the subcontinent of South, South Asia, but encompasses all of the genres therein. So we have a subgroup of our club that works on classical music. We have a subgroup of our club that works on mashing uh, Western hits, especially pop music with Bollywood music. We have a group that focuses on highlighting music from different regions of the country, from like say the South or from the North or from um, 
or, or, or from like Nepal or Bangladesh. Um, and depending on who we have in the club, those different possibilities manifest themselves in the show. And so every show looks a little bit different because the people that we have in the club every year and their interests are a little bit different. And so I think, to be honest, I don't know what's going to be in the show, in the fall, <laughs> but I'm really excited to find out. And I hope that everybody who uh, is a fan of Sargum and hopefully might be a fan of Sargum in the future is excited to find out what we will be up to. Well, you can count me in. <laughs> um, I would like to take a second just to say uh, thank you to our guest, uh, Vasant. It was a pleasure having you here today and learning about Sargon's uh, success throughout the pandemic. Uh, as a recap, they have a video series coming out either this summer or in the fall. Uh, and we'll have some kind of exciting concert uh, that we cannot wait to see in person. Thank you so much, Evan. Uh, it, was, it was great talking to you today. And if anybody out there is interested in hearing more about what Sargum is working on uh, and wants to see what we do in the summer or in the fall, uh, our Facebook is PenSargum. Our Instagram is at PenSargum. Uh, we look forward to seeing you on there and we look forward to seeing everybody uh, in the summer and in the fall. Fantastic. Thank you very much. This has been Backstage at Playhouse. We've got more interviews on the way, so please be sure to subscribe. If you've got time, give us a rating or a review to help more pen folks and performing arts people find us. Finally, Follow us on our pages on Facebook, Platsu Performing Arts House and UPenn Pack Shop, and on Instagram at PennFlatHouse and at PackShop4100. I'm Evan Bean, and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, on Facebook, it's Evan Bean. On Instagram, it's Evan.Beanstock or at The Pensions. Our theme music today is Retro Climb by Peter Liu. Thank you to Sarah Outing for organizing this podcast and Amanda Labonte for editing this episode. And as always, thank you for listening. I almost just read, mentioned the timestamp. <laughs> My God, I was reading the wrong one. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that again.